Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareko. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are honored, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome, everybody. Today, we present Ready to Heal Now with your host, Betsy sawyer Galing. Today, Betsy is bringing their guest, Body and Brain Yoga, a national leader in health, wellness, and integrative lifestyle education with over a hundred centers nationwide. Betsy's journey into alternative healing started at the age of 23, after being diagnosed with lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. She was told she had a 70% chance of living for the next five years. And that is when she decided to take charge of things by researching and implementing a regimen of high dose of vitamin C, and she began to explore and try out many different types of healing in search of relief. Finding the right answer for you can be challenging as more and more proponents of imperative medicine are seeking to transform healthcare. If you have health concerns, either spiritual, emotional, or physical, call the show and have Betsy help you find the right fit for you. But today, we're going to start by bringing Betsy and her fabulous guest and welcome them into the show. Hey, Betsy, how are you? Good. Thank you for the introduction, Claudia. Um, Thank you for being here. (laughs) I'm happy to be back today, and I'm really happy to be interviewing um, my guest at Body and Brain Yoga. And I have to say, I personally started doing Body and Brain Yoga. I've done yoga for many years. Um, I know there are a lot of different kinds, and I've tried some that um, really didn't agree with me physically, like the Bikram Yoga, which is the like it's like doing yoga in a sauna. Um, That was really hard for me. Um, And I found this body and brain yoga, which is its its own thing. And um, my guests will explain this further. But in any case, 
Um, I'm loving it. Um, it's different. It uh, incorporates so many um, different aspects uh, to help us in our lives. And so um, today I'm talking to Master Joe and Master Bama um, from Body and Brain Yoga in Westchester. Um, good morning, you guys. Good morning. <laughs> or, or early afternoon, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I would like you guys to tell me, um, each just give me like a little information about how you got started in this. Now, this is a Korean yoga, um, and you're Korean, so that that makes a little more sense. Um, you're not Korean. You're Puerto Rican. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to start with Master Bama. Um, Master Bama, please tell us, how did you get involved in this? Uh, well, when I was a late 20s, at that time, this training in Korea was very popular. and like a, In Korea, Korea or here? In Korea. Yeah, I studied uh, from Korea, and then I was uh, you know, searching for something that I can stick to for the rest of my life, that I can develop, and then for my physical health and mental, spiritual health. And then this one was the, one of the very popular training in Korea. Uh, it's called the Dan Hak. Dan means energy. Hak means science or study. The study of energy or essential power, the uh, life power that we can uh, utilize in our daily life. So I studied and then I practiced uh, for a year fully. And then just even one initial session that night, and I had a session with uh, one of the master, and then something happened. Next morning, I woke up two hours earlier than any other time without alarm clock. Uh, something happened. Even one session, my energy changed. It cleared up, and I woke up very early in the morning. And then the day, whole day, I had so much energy. And then I went back to center, and then I signed up. Because I felt something, the energy is the key in this place. So I practiced for a year, and then I chose to become a master, and then I came to state to share this amazing, powerful, ancient, holistic, natural self-healing training with many people. Because America is the most influential country, I wanted to help America to share uh, with many people in the world. I know know that's something that you guys have mentioned before, and that we happen to be in a very influ, and I I always look for that statistic of that Westchester is a very influential area for the rest of the country. I I don't know where that comes from. Do you, do you know anything more about that or? Yes, uh, the Westchester County is as a well-known county and most like a in a way like a material aspect. The highest income uh, the tax uh payers live here that means many successful achieved people and social leading figures they live here and that means if we can help these people change their lifestyle through this training body and brain yoga so then we hope that they can change their company or their uh, employees or whoever they guide people in their field so we hope that they can change their work environment so that's why Master Joe has a really uh, amazing goal, which is he's going to tell about that outreach. And now, and now I want to ask you, Master Joe. Now, I personally have heard some of your story, but 
my listeners have not heard it. So can you tell me um, about how you came to this practice? Um, I started this practice in 2011 in New York City. So I was just a young man, about 20 years old when I started, and I have already had some experience with martial arts and kind of like Eastern style of practice, yoga and martial arts training, but um, mostly for me, what I was looking to do was to discover a deeper part of myself. So that period of my life, I struggled a lot with my anxiety and my anger and a lot of the, I grew up in the Bronx, so there was a lot of violence and a lot of drug usage for me at that time. Um, and I wanted to go deeper within myself. So, of course, the only outlet I can, that I know was martial arts. So how I got into the, this yoga studio was through the Tai Chi. They offered Tai Chi training, so then I thought I can go and I can visit. Um, several times I passed this location, but I, I thought I'm not going to go <laughs> and do yoga. It's so not, you passed this location in Westchester? It's not this location, it's no. the city. Uh-huh. It was on 17th and Broadway at that time, uh-huh. and I was working on 19th and Broadway. So to get to the train, I passed it several times and then contemplating, but I didn't, I didn't like the idea of yoga. I thought yoga is girly and only women do yoga, and then I'm a tough man, so I shouldn't do yoga. But something really attracted me to go into this place. And then when I went inside, uh, I met one of the ladies, small Korean woman. And at that time, I didn't look, as, I would say, as presentable as I look, as I look now. And, but, but they didn't care. They didn't care. No. She looked at me in the eye, and she talked with me, and very sincerely, uh, spoke with me, and I didn't do an intro or a trial class. I didn't even know what the practice actually was, but I joined in the just a desk conversation. <laughs> I joined, and then from there, uh, I went every day. And, and did you now? Did you get some like pushback from your friends about going to yoga? And no, I was pretty popular. Just myself, I was one of the influential people in my friends group. So uh-huh. kind of whatever I did, they considered ah, that's. Something a good thing, yeah. That's a good thing or just something that's cool to uh-huh. do. So nobody And ever. so now you said you came from a background of drug use and um, being involved in gang activity or you you can tell me a little bit more. So and how did that segue how did that fit in with those how did you slide away from that? Well mostly the environment <laughs> is like that. The environment is a full environment conducive to drug use, to violence regardless if you're in a gang or not, uh, it's that kind of system where that culture is very active. So, of course, I participated in it. As being a young man on the street is something that you get introduced to. Fighting is something you cannot avoid, uh, whether it be because of your skin color or your background or where you are, where you live. So you kind of get involved easily in this. For me, after my parents had separated, that time I started to use drugs more actively. Um, so kind of party drugs and things like that. And, and then just getting involved in that culture of that movement. Because in a way, I felt close with the people there. Anyway, they're available 24-7 uh-huh. to love me and <laughs> to spend time. So that that's just a crew that I uh, grew up with. So some moments, I got too deep. You just get really deep into it. You cannot shake the habit. You cannot shake the usage of drugs. You cannot shake the feeling of interacting with people in an aggressive manner. And I felt that I was damaging my health, and I was losing good friends. 
So you were aware of it. You were aware of the damage that it was doing. And is that what drew you to the yoga? That's right. Because after, mostly the tipping point was when father was not in my life. So that influential figure, that man figure was not there. So in a way, I knew I was doing all of this out of spite and confusion. So my brain knew it uh-huh. was not right thing to do. And that's good that you, you were able to hear that yeah. voice in yourself mm-hmm. at that age. Because a, a lot of people aren't able to hear that. Or they, they know something's wrong, but they don't know exactly what the pieces are mm-hmm. to put it together. And that was really good that it threw you. Yeah. So let me ask you now about the, the history of this particular yoga. And <clears throat> I also want to go into some of the, what you're doing right now, which we, don't, we can't see, but this you're doing something, I'm watching them both do <laughs> belly button healing, which I, you know, my first exposure to it was, this is one of the idiosyncrasies of this type of yoga. <laughs> They're both laughing because it is a funny thing to watch. Um, when I first participated in it, I was just laughing my head off because they're really what they're doing is poking themselves in the belly button with a big stick <laughs> with a big smile on their face. <laughs> and I, I was telling my son about this group actually. <laughs> he was unable to take it in. <laughs> but anyway, so this this is something that you do. So tell me a little bit about the unique qualities of this yoga and how it started. Oh. Uh, how I started, I'd like to let Master Bama kind of get into, as she's okay. one of my seniors and then uh, been through all the changes of this uh, practice. Okay. Well, if any of us speaking of that. I feel like I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll do it. As you know, the gut is a very uh, important uh, area in our body. That's why people call it the second brain. So, our gut function is as important as much as our big brain. So that's why the Italy, the founder of the Italian Brain Yoga, he invented a very unique exercise for self-healing, which is called the belly button healing. So all what you need to do is, you know, if you don't have a healing wand, so you can use your fingers to uh, point at your the belly button because the belly button is the connection to our original connection to our mother when we were in the mother's body. So mainly all those training is designed to help uh, self-healing purpose and uh, furthermore, the self-awareness and then eventually being able to enlighten in their life. And then why we need to be enlightened? To elevate all the human beings or living beings on Earth as a uh, connected life form and we wanted to help each other by helping my health first. So that's why Italy, the founder, he invented all those unique. People say weird, but we say unique. <laughs> well, so they're we- both. They're a little of both, really. And now I'm sitting here doing the belly button healer, too. <laughs> and I have, I have to say I have become used to doing this for myself. I was told do it, you know, 300 times a day, and I, and I do. And now my question for you guys today is, um, you're saying it's the second brain. Mm-hmm. So you're doing this now to stimulate your first brain as we speak, or you're doing this for what? For what? Mm-hmm. So mostly, like, a, we can consider a few aspects of this kind of training. First is re- removing the actual tension of your gut. So just like getting massage on your skeletal muscles in your arms or your back, you also have 
muscles in your abdomen, but beneath your skeletal muscle in your abdomen, you have a unique muscle called visceral muscle or smooth muscle, which is the composition of your actual organs. So they're a little bit different in the way that they're formed and your external muscles. So from releasing the pressure and the tension, it allows things to circulate. So fat and bacteria and all the kind of microbes and neurotransmitters in the body get to move around and circulate. So in this area, there's so much that's happening that we need to move. So it's uh, it's working like 24/7 hours of the day. So you're using it in this particular instance. You're you're both doing it to just for health reasons and not not if for the purpose of this interview or stimulating your thoughts. Right. We do okay. it anyway, especially <laughs> because of the... This is when, what it's like when I'm not here. <laughs> when you're not here, we can do it anyway. So mostly okay. also because our body creates tension. So this allows the tension to constantly release. So okay. let's say we're now just before radio show, some anxiety is coming up, some uh-huh. nervousness, and then from doing this actually helps the mind, the energetic part of this practice is allowing you to be grounded. Right, which totally makes sense. And I know um, there are also some hospitals have done a study with this yes. and have proven. Can you tell me more about that? Yes, yeah. People said like a happy hormone, the serotonin, right? But uh, according to the scientifically proven facts, 90% of serotonin being boosted by our gut and 50% of dopamine also secreted by the gut. Uh-huh. And it, it helps people who are depressed, anxiety, panic disorder, or who has Parkinson's disease. So those uh, type of uh, illness or symptoms can be regulated through just simple movement, which is valuable to healing. That's why when we invented this healing wand, and um, particularly this method, oh, so many people, they reported what they have changed. The losing weight is basic. And second, their mood become better because of that. Oh, after, after what amount of time? I would say, like, one person who had a kidney failure, he completely, like, a, like a doctor say, you can't have more than two months' life. But just by doing this very little healing for two months, his creatinine level dropped down, and then it's been over three years. He travels all over the world because he doesn't need to go to dialysis anymore. Wow. Like, that kind of dramatic. Wow, story. that's incredible. And that story is on YouTube. You can actually see the video on YouTube. And, and is he somebody from this this particular um, site or from one of your other ones? Another site. Another yeah. site. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we have a pretty, like, a dramatic healing stories uh, through this body and brain yoga. So, like a brain tumor patient being removed without having any procedure or surgery, just by doing this body and brain yoga. And, and how like, much did they do it? How often uh, did they do it? I mean, like a, in her case, she did a light particle healing, which is a part of like energy uh, spiritual healing. And this is one of the this is one of the special things that you do in right. in addition to the classes. That's right. It's a more like a private healing session, and uh, we have a brain injury stroke patient, and then he's been doing this body and brain yoga, and then private healing session, and his hair become darker, and his face become more even and straighter, and then his focus and balance much improved, so he was able to live longer and drive by himself better, and then. Like a, and over what period of time did this I would say like about four months, 
So we had our pictures, and then he got, he gave us testimony. And then why don't you speak about the one of the member who is alcoholic and how he changed? Oh, so we have the one member who also suffers from the addiction to alcohol. So for a while, he's been doing the alcohol anonymous and then trying to change his life. And then he's been coming to our center a couple months now, I would say. Yeah, about five or six months. And then he comes literally every class. And morning time, if we have two classes, he comes at 8.30, 10.30, 5.30. He comes a lot every single day, but very actively. Just my personal, how I see his change is when I met him, a little bit reserved, of course, shy, and then uh, going through a lot of hardship with his transition. And then after a while, of course, he started to lose weight, and he had a, you know, belly there, and then he comes. When I first touched, it was very hard, very hard, and then hard to breathe, and then hard to move the body. But then as we kept giving energy and attention and his participation in class, started to become softer, started to become uh, smaller. But most important is his character started to change a lot. Very sincere and mindful and in a way very grateful. And uh, His participation energetically became very centered and actually an essential part of the collective consciousness in the classroom, which is a, a big thing. I know a lot of people who struggle with alcohol addiction and it's not something easy to break because it's so easy to get it, and then nobody would know. But mm-hmm. he's shown exemplary action to change these habits. Um, and how? what's the time frame for this, these changes? I started, he started to see changes within the first, I would say, three weeks. But the like, conscious change where it's visible and noticeable and sensible, I would say within three months, three months of time. I would say that's the amount of time to really sensitize one's energy. It's about 100 days. And he's very diligent. And out of 100 days, he came most of those 100 days, which is very rare. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the weight management, so this person is a full-time lawyer. This is a full-time lawyer? Lawyer, The person yeah. that he just addressed it. Oh. And then, you know, he wanted to prevent going back to that alcoholic habit, that's why he wanted to show up the class, like a replace his temptation time yeah. to come here. And then oh. all his family became very happy because they don't need to see his uh, gloomy face or a shaky body. He was really showing mm-hmm. his dedication. And myself, I lost uh, 34 pounds until since last July until now. Wow. I mean, it's a fitness training as a trainer, but then I can't imagine, did I have uh, over 30 pounds under my clothes? How did I do that? Many people ask, how did you lose weight? I ate same food. I didn't do like a special exercises besides particular training. It's called period gland training. Uh-huh. I, People known as a third eye. The third eye or the pineal gland. Yeah. Yes. So we've been doing this pineal gland training at the center with members because my teacher, Richie Lee, he uh, recommended to all masters in the world to uh, practice this pineal gland training uh, every 21 days and then take a break 
21 days. And then last July, we started this uh, pineal gland training. At that time, my teacher, Jim Lee, he just released a new book called I Decided to Live 120 Years. That book struck me. If I want to live 120 years, I'm in the middle of a 40 right now, and then how can I make it with this condition? So I need to change my uh, condition. So I decided to do the pineal gland training with a lot of breathing. So gradually I changed the weight, and then I became more aware, and then come out from my comfort zone. So since last July, I saw how much I become more aware and the more energetic, and then my body became more toned. So I was able to manage my daily uh, work, uh, the task. And the more important thing is I gained more confidence because I can change my habits through my own determination through pineal gland training. Actually, he's coming to town in February 2019, uh-huh. and he's going to share that secret, the pineal gland training, the third eye training with 3,000 people in... So now where will he be? Uh, in, we have a resort in Evansville, New York, called Honors Haven Resort and Spa. So it will be between 12 p.m. and 6 p.m., and capacity is 1,500 people. And last year we did it, and we got about 1,100 people. Um, actually, last year the cap was 1,000, and we realized we have space for more people. So we, uh, this time we reached out to 1,500 people. Well, these are mostly the people from East Coast. Uh-huh. There will be one East Coast, one on the West Coast, 1,500 and 1,500. So you have um, 100 locations across we, we the country? Where are they? Where can people um, find you? Where yeah. can people they not can, find you? If they you go on the website, the Body and uh-huh. Brain website, then they can see the individual states, mostly West Coast, East Coast, all top to bottom, and then... Like I would say, besides the middle of the U.S., besides Chicago, that area, uh, most states we have a center. So in the Midwest, you're you're not out there. Not yet. so much yeah. in that <clears throat> Out of 50 states, we have uh, over 24 states. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, either corporation-owned or franchise uh, centers. And recently, also we opened one more center in White Plains, which is. Energy Holistic Healing Center is more like a, a private session base, and more people are drawn to energy and holistic health wellness programs. So that's why, uh, as you know, Claudia introduced, uh, the world-leading holistic, holistic wellness centers uh-huh. training method. Uh-huh. It's been from South Korea over 40 years uh, the background, and then from, but originally this training is coming from ancient, about 10,000 years ago. The ancient people, they practiced this one as a lifestyle, but we modernized this one for today's people. Yeah, because generally when you think of yoga, you don't think of Korea. It's like <clears throat> right. But this is like a yeah. oriental healing um, method, like and, a meridian channel, doctor pressure points, or chakra. Right. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because my... Um, a few things I wanted to say about that. My my first um, intro to this uh, particular modality was um, maybe like eight years ago. I was at a an Awaken Fair, and 
So you guys, not you guys personally, but your organization had a something I thought was really cool, which was the um, a machine that tests your aura, <laughs> and they take an aura picture. So I got my aura picture taken, and I thought that was very cool. And I also felt it was quite accurate, and um, it really just shows you <clears throat> what your what your predominant energy is. Um, and I got a session here, a yoga healing, a one-hour yoga healing session. Um, and so I came here and did the healing session, which is not what I was expecting because I was used to um, a different style of yoga. But one of the things that um, you did was I, I got thumped on the chest. Which I was, <laughs> I was surprised by that and it was something very different that I wouldn't have encountered in my other yogas and it has to do with um, stimulating stimulating points which you're talking about the acupressure points right am I saying this correctly yeah and this is something that's different another thing that's different about this type of yoga is um, and, and about this this environment is that it's not only a um yoga exercise type of thing it's that you have like tea afterwards which is really wonderful um you encourage hugging each other um we hug we bow we do these little things that are outside of um, our western culture but they're they're lovely to incorporate and they also just make people um bond a little or you were you were talking Creating a community, right? You were talking about the um, uh, what's what was the word you used? We were talking about just the energy of the group, you know, in yoga, um, in our in our classes, and that's one of the things. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Just um, you were saying how the collective consciousness of the group. Mm. Uh, about the class, like style, or well, you could. Um, I, I guess I want to touch on some different things. One of the one of the things we do that's different about this yoga style, also you're saying, is incorporates ancient healing. So we do some tai chi, mm-hmm. we do some meditation, mm-hmm. um, we we do some dance, which I think is the really, vibration, which is really awesome. I love to, I love just the combination, and each class is a little bit different. We do bowing. Um, <clears throat> Uh, what else do we do? That's pineal a little gland training. pineal gland training. And then, like a, one particular exercise that we do is like a finding true self workshop. It's a one once a month uh, self discovery training. It is so powerful and actually, you are going this Sunday. <laughs> I'm going and I'm I'm really looking forward to. It. Actually, after this. Uh, when you take that, that workshop, Finding True Self, I think you might want to have another time for that workshop particularly because it has so many awakening uh, benefits that you can get and then you want to introduce to the world how this Finding True Self training can save the, so many lives. And uh, Master Joe has been conducting all those the, the unique training and <clears throat> actually he's going to do some... Uh, uh, Kickstarter, the weight management training. Wait, what are you doing? A Kickstarter? Uh, it's like a weight management, weight loss training. 
And that's a that's a really big issue for people yeah. today. It's very hard for people to be and all just the health all of the things I, I'm I've been on a health path for many, many years and just I know the advice changes sometimes about what to eat, what not to eat, you know. You start eating all this kale, and then the, then you hear, no, don't, don't do that. And start having all these probiotics, and then, oh, don't do that. That's too much. So it's a, it all gets a little confusing. And I have to say, personally, my own personal experience here is that um, I feel, I feel um, a change. You know, I feel positive change from coming every – I come – I try to come two or three times a week, and um, – I, I like the way you combine all these elements. Um, so can you tell us about, like, what a typical class, what's a typical class like? Just, I'd like to say, like, the way that I view this, especially coming from such an urban culture and how I grew up and as a millennial in the urban New York City street, what attracted me to this practice is exactly that. Um, it's not like a... Even though we, it's called the body and brain, yoga and tai chi, like our subtitle, but in how I view it or how we see it, it's like a holistic training. It means we incorporate all the different practices uh, to help the individual to discover themselves. So the typical class flow would be warm-up exercise to heat up our organ, right? So whether it be body tapping or intestinal exercise or Using right. a belly button wand. I want to talk about that too because that was another one that was an eye opener. Um, <laughs> when we, yeah, just a, we hit ourselves in the stomach and it doesn't feel good. <laughs> as, you, as you might imagine, it doesn't oh. really feel good. Um, but when you do it enough, you kind of, you kind of realize um, the benefit of it. You, you do feel it. And I have to say, just having been doing this for a while, I do notice that it does look like tightens up your abdomen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're talking about losing the weight net without really even trying. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I can see how if you come here all the time, these things do happen because you are, I feel the effects of this, even though these, some of these things are unconventional and we're not used to seeing them or thinking about doing them. Um, so the body responds, whatever you give it as a feedback to the body, it will respond. So when I tap my skin, the fibers of my skin say this is some, uh, it's a feedback. So if it doesn't feel good, it will try to make itself stronger. It will try to tighten the skin. It will try to create a resistance to allow it to feel first relaxed away so that it doesn't bother. So, of course, how we word it, like uh, using the word hit versus tapping, it totally changes how the brain will view the exercise. If I, as a boxer for many years, if I hear hitting my belly, I'm going to turn my fist inward and fist <laughs> this way. So the way that we proceed in. But it isn't really tapping because tapping is tapping is so much lighter than what we're really doing. We are we are actually physically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in, I'm no boxer, but I but I do hit myself, and it's right. it's hitting. It's not anything like tapping. Really. Yeah. So then, depending on the condition of the person, they they hit their belly and they cause it too much pain. So even when they do belly button healing, we don't want to feel pain actually, even though it's okay. But we start gentle and then constantly increase. But like one of the basic modalities of our training is to bring awareness to the center of the body. 
flow. If you tap a little bit gentle, it's hard to bring your awareness down there. So that's why we encourage tap a little bit stronger to bring your awareness from your thinking mode to the feeling mode. So like when you feel pain, right away you focus on that feeling. You don't think about it. You just focus on it. Oh, my knee. You don't say, oh, I think my knee hurts. You just go right away right. directly to the point. So we consider the same thing in, when we do body tapping. But as one of the basic practices, and then following that one, we go into our stretching. So for us, in the, we call it meridian exercise or dolan exercise. Uh, so it's like you may find several postures similar to what you will see in a typical yoga class, but also you will find several different stretches and postures that you never got to see. Uh, we use the body as creatively as possible. That's our model. We need to find all the different stretches and ways that we can twist and turn and bend our body so that you can find a healing point in the body. So if you just do the same routine over and over, in a way your body gets trained, that, that pathway is open. But what about all the other pathways? Even if I stretch my hand with my finger 90 degrees, but if I tilt it 45 degrees, I am targeting a totally new pathway in my body. So we do encourage the creative uh, movement. In our and now how direction. often do you have to do that to actually encourage another pathway? So we normally just do regularly, like a daily basis. So the more that you meet with your body, having the sense to feel within the body, and then you can feel the uh, several blockages or a lack of flow or sensitivity in the specific areas in the body. So you can do that with awareness on, a, on your day-to-day, like a basis, so whether you're sitting in your desk or right now as we talk, I feel all the different blockages. Oh, I have a different <laughs> blockage in my body. And as I'm aware of it, I want to... And you can feel it directly? You can feel it directly by pain? Not as a pain, but as a sense. You have a sense that there's a block. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of that, because here's another unusual thing that we do here. um, And I'm just... I'm just feeling into all these things and learning them for myself. So here's another one that we do that um, doesn't feel great, but we're learning. You know, we're learning and Anything that doesn't feel great, there's a reason we need to really respond and look at it. And so one of the things we do is we touch our head and we push, like, in different spots all over our head, like, with a fair amount of pressure till we find a spot that doesn't feel good. <laughs> then we push a little more, <laughs> and it's, it's it sounds a little counterintuitive, but really it, it does make sense because really what we're doing is locating a pressure point. We're locating um, a point that needs energy and attention. Um, and that's what the pain, the pain is to signal, hey, this is a spot that needs your attention and needs your help. So we press on it and then we massage. And so these are all things. So we call that BHP, brain healing point. Oh. It is also uh, new techniques that easily uh, cover that. As you know, we cannot dig into uh, our hands into our organs or the brain directly because it's covered by the, the thick, I mean, the strong the bones and the muscles. So that's why by utilizing our fingertips uh, efficiently, so we can find the healing point. And what you mentioned is pressing certain points in your head 
can be corresponding to certain part of the organs, and also your fingers going to have that kind of function. So if you want to know more about the BHP healing method, you can go to website changeyourenergy.com, changeyourenergy.com. Okay, so are we getting this? It's BHP mm-hmm. and changeyourenergy.com. So I wanted to talk, too, about the Tai Chi because you you incorporate some of that, too. And that's I like that. You know, that's one of those things that you hear about, but you have to find a specific class where it's really nice to have that as part. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So in our practice, we do teach a, a Tai Chi form. So in the modern society, they know... Even in America, they only know one form of internal martial art training, which is Tai Chi, and then Qigong, which is kind of like the mother of uh, Tai no, Chi. No, I thought Qigong was a modified version of Tai Chi. Is that right or no? Tai Chi was the Qigong created by the Taoist monk. So that's the format of Tai Chi. So Tai Chi, Xing Yi, Bagua are three of the most famous internal martial arts taught. Uh, throughout the China and then eventually spread out throughout the world. But in our practice, we incorporate our, our form of Qigong, which is called Tan Mudo. Tan meaning energy, Mu, which is limitless, and Do, which is the way. So the way of limitless energy. The way that I see it, it's all as a one. It means how I utilize it or how I view it. Tai Chi can be viewed just like modern yoga just movement and looks good, but without the sense and feeling of energy and sincerity to practice, then we, we lose the essence of Tai Chi. So many Tai Chi studios have become like this. Many martial arts studios have become like this, and several yoga studios have become like this, which is losing the essence. So in our practice, whether it be teaching Tai Chi, basic movement, or Tamudo, we incorporate uh, sensing the energy and putting your mind, your consciousness in each of your movements. It means having a purpose to move the body. And mm-hmm. then from that moment, you start to create your own movement, which is unrecorded, no form. But that's how the form was made. Somebody expressed themselves mm-hmm. and then found this movement is good for the body and then repeated those movements and then taught those movements their people. So I wanted to ask you also, um, because you, you guys know, like when, when we started here, we did like a little interview and kind of ask what the goals are. And mm-hmm. you also check in with students to find out where are you with your goals? Are you, are you satisfied with what's happening? And are you noticing things happening? And I, um, because I do still um, have the underlying condition, um, which I would love to totally be rid of, um, of uh, rheumatoid arthritis and lupus. I need to manage it, and that's what I'm doing. I'd love to be completely free of it, and that's my goal. Um, but I'm working on it. And now, now Master Balma, you had shown me a way to – you had told me before that there are people – I have some um, – places on my places where I have inflammation which I'd like to get rid of and you had told me before about um, students who come here for a number of years um, you know just getting rid of that so can you can you talk about that 
healing process? Yes. yes. Uh, basically, this training is designed for self-healing by using the uh, ancient uh, like, uh, self-healing method, which is pressing acupressure points and breathing and the meditation. So especially here, we use dynamic meditation. It's called brainwave vibration. So my teacher, Jimmy, he always said that our body has amazing self-healing mechanisms. Yes. As long as we are aware and sense of our body, the body knows how to heal or how to protect, how to change or cure. So that's why we emphasize members to stimulate or awaken and going inside instead of trying to find the answer from outside. So that's why we use the method of brainwave vibration as a entering themselves uh, to find the healing point. Uh, Many people who had a joint issues, I would say it is not just a physiological aspect, but many times it's related with emotional uh, holding. Right. Yeah, that attachment. seems to be the basis, really, of disease. Yes, that's, that's right. So that's yes, why during this introductory session, one-on-one, about an hour session, uh, at the center only it costs $50, but it's really self-awakening uh, and discovery experience. People, they come here new, with the numerous reasons. I want to lose weight. I want to fix my lower back pain. I want to improve my relationship. You name it. But many people, they start with self-awareness. And in this room right now that we have this podcast, in this room we call that a healing room, but uh, many people say this is a confess room. <laughs> voluntarily, they release their baggage or the trauma, the story, even we didn't ask. Because of the energy works that way, so that's why they release. And so many. Do you people, think it has to do with this room? Uh, actually, the whole uh, facility, this body and brain yoga center in Manchester, because the masters who work here, we designed this environment to give them the space to let them be free from all those obligations or family care and. Mostly, people they love. So who is a priority? The priority? Well, I would love to talk about that. How you how you design the space for that purpose? And uh, can you say some ways that you have designed it in that? Uh, actually, that? as you see, the room is uh, we don't use the artificial paint, but it, this is the soil from the Sedona. We have a retreat center in oh. Sedona. This is the energy uh, soil that you can still see there. So oh, yeah, yeah. this center is 19 years old, but still you can, when you lean on the wall, you will get the red, red. Oh, so you painted the walls with that? Yeah. This is the, we you took it from Sedona? Yes, because we have a retreat center over there. So, of course, they didn't give up so much. <laughs> like, we have to ask for a particular reason. We wanted to make this center as a healing center. And then feng shui, and then we arranged the structure with the energy balance. And like a feng shui is the energy interior. And then the masters, we practice morning, evening, daytime, so like a channeling cosmic energy in order to make this center as a center of... Yes, let's this. talk about that. Mm. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so members, they come here as their spiritual home, mm-hmm. like a sanctuary. And you can feel it. It's, right. it's a very, um, very, I can consciously feel it. Yeah, um, because I think people, after a while, exposure to it, um, who may have 
initially non-consciously felt it, now they can't. Remember, they said that when they come every day, they don't know how this place is beneficial, but when they are away for a week for personal reasons, they miss this place. Because, as you know, the frequency of the space can influence our body directly. So then how much good, luxurious house you live in, but that doesn't guarantee you will be happy because the people who live in the place is the key. So that's why mm-hmm. masters that here, we try to remain this place as a healing and the loving and opening harmonious place. That's why we don't, like, a, we shouldn't be lazy to practice as, like, a, this place is for the members. Yeah, well, I... I definitely can feel it. <laughs> and so do you, do you use crystals or anything like that? Is that a part of the... Uh, we have some crystals, but mostly like a human body has the same, not much different than crystal. We have a similar electromagnetic field within our body. So I would say the principle behind what Master Obama is talking about is increasing the vibration, our actual frequency. So from increasing that frequency, it does create a magnetic attraction power, which not only draws your consciousness to be more stable and uh, aware, but it also draws body. And uh, like she mentioned, this room, many people come in and they just start to pour out their life because it's an exchange. In order for you to receive this energy, cosmic energy, you need to get rid of those, that old substance. Yeah, and I will speak to that too. This particular room, I just the feeling that you get is a a very safe space. Mm -hmm. It's very um, enveloping, and yes, you do feel like it's safe to let go, and that's really, you know, that's what we that's what we all need to do. That's why Um, we emphasize remember manners in every case and respect. So that's why when they come to us, they should know. For an hour to pay attention to you out of 24 hours. So, we exercise members, take care of you, love yourself first, you know, to serve other people. In fact, people they start to gain self esteem, self respect, self love, that kind of attitude. So, because of that, they improve their relationship with people, their personal or the work environment. So, that's why we keep out of many um, movements. So, we call that earth. It is a movement, and it's been over 40 years we've been serving human consciousness. Our goal is to uh, make 100 million questions and send them how we go out to the
and I meet the boys and back. One hour with the boys and then one hour with the Running the running a project for about three to six months. See how they're changing from going to the location moving out by spirit or helping humanity in all ways that we can and whichever service that we can provide and it also brings the awakening that we we can help people and people are looking for this kind of practice. People are looking for ways to go within themselves and to relinquish themselves that old lifestyle having trauma and create a precious and um, I just wanted to touch on it because we're getting close to the end of our time, but I just wanted to ask, I know recently spoke with the UN. Can you say a little bit about that? Seed represents rest, emotion, exercise, and diet. Um, are we talking about the UN? The, the UN visit. You guys did this. Yeah. Well, we mostly just like a, when we look at the United Nations, we we're discussing like a environmental sustainability and mental health in our society. So um, our movement, our campaign for health, is in it connects with that early project where we want to change the community, we want to uh, help people have emotion, exercise, and diet, which is something that we do. Body, especially stress, things that I'm in. Representative of the country, about this kind of movement. It's very self explanatory. We're just there delivering principles of good health. Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I also wanted to say, do, are there any things that we didn't touch on that you wanted to mention? Yeah, just so whatever. <laughs> so we we welcome everybody, um, all ages. We, you know, many times, especially to my young listeners, our parents, young children, 18, 17, 18, 19 years old. I started this practice at such a young age. Um, anybody can practice. Um, whether you're 16 or 60 or 80, um, uh, we're here to help everybody or anybody who has anything to develop. Uh, this is everyone. This is everyone. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we are we are ready and, and willing for that one. So just um, if you didn't share our location and things like that, then I'd like to share. Let's go ahead and one. share. So go we're, ahead. we're at 590 Central Park Avenue. Garsdale, New York. That's right on the main Central Park Avenue um, between Old Army Road and Central Park. Um, and our phone number is 914-713-1333. And you can get onto the website as well, bodyandbrain.com plus Westchester, um, to get more information for our class schedule as well. And that's just for this particular um, location. location, but there are, as we were saying before, many locations. Yeah, we have to mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, Claudia, so do you have any questions or anything to add? No, you guys talk about a lot of things that are very important and just 
so you tell me if I'm correct. Um, what I gather is that this place is one of those special places that I see coming to humanity where are these centers of healing for anyone to come in, regardless of your background, regardless of your religion, whatever is it that you are, you are welcome. And it's a holistic approach where I see that you guys are constantly bringing new um, concepts and new um, ideas and knowledge because one of the things that um, Betsy and I and people that have been in the holistic area have noticed is how we are evolving and changing constantly. So we are looking for places that are just like that, constantly evolving, changing, allowing, and just um, places where gatherings of um, people with the same feelings and same frequencies are joining. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> thank you, Claudia. And then one more thing. We will have a holiday party next week, Friday, 5.30 p.m. Please come. We will have a lot of cultural food and and drinks are welcome. <laughs> this is like a, thank you. Originated uh, from Korea, but I would say so my teacher usually always emphasized we are our true nationality is Earth citizen. Yeah, no, that's that's really well said. And we're all going to bring um, foods that represent our culture too. So. Wow. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so again, thank you for being here. And from North Carolina, we um, acknowledge the work that you are doing. And Betsy, thank you for being here. We're looking forward for the new year and Betsy's show with us. So I'm going to have to say goodbye for now, but if it's there anything else that you need to say before we finish our transmission. I think we're good. Happy New Year to everybody. And share, share, share the episodes with the same link that you were listening. will be ready for you in three minutes after we finish. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.